Rabbi Schoonmaker is speaking to us live today from Beit Meir. Um, I think that uh, Yeshiva felt like they, the boys needed a little bit of an outlet for, you know, they've been going strong since this whole thing started. And so they took them on a on an outing today. Um, and so Rabbi Schoonmaker sort of set up a makeshift office there in the beautiful Beit Meir uh, mountains. Okay, so um, people are still signing on, but I think we'll get started in the interest of time. Um, it's been a great week. Thank you to everyone who's been participating with us. Um, maybe I'll just make an announcement at the end when more people are actually on. So Rabbi, whenever you want to get going, take it away. Okay. Hi, everybody. So special section of our study of the of the Ramchal here, because we start talking about the Toelis. What we get from uh, the, the amazing Toelit, the amazing purposefulness and gain that one gains from Tikva. It's not just something which is around a lot, not just of the Kahon, but Tikva, we learned last time, brings our, accelerates our tefillot, brings them to a higher level, a totally different level than our regular tefillot would get to, which is very, very special. The next thing that um, I want to talk about is something which is very, very necessary today, really all the time, especially this time. We pick up on Hamakavet Tamid Basimcha. It's an amazing little paragraph here. Hamakavet, one who has hope, is Tamid Basimcha Litzar. Hamakavet says, when you hope, you're happy. You don't suffer. Kiyamitzdayer, right, he's showing that. I can't see it on mine. Yeah, it's up there. It's at the very top. Okay, good. Hamakavet Tamid Basimcha Litzar. Kiyamitzdayer Tamid Hu Biyagon Vanacha. One who suffers is always in a certain state of worry. And he thinks to himself that he has no trufa. He has no trufa's lashon of, of medicine, like trufot in Hebrew called medicine. So think about it. When, some, when someone is in a state of, of, of sadness, of worry, of anxiety, the real anxiety is maybe I'm never going to get it out of the situation. There's no trufa. There's no way. There's no escape. That's one of the most, one, that's one of the most um, scary feelings that a human has. There is no trufa. But when you have, let's think about that. But when I have hope, when I have tikva, so then I always think there's a way to get out, right? I'm always, I'm always, I'm always in hope. So I'm not so sad. The one who has this midah, who has this characteristic of hope, is not mitzter, because he's always hoping. It'll take a long time. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And the difference, I, th I hope we all appreciate, of someone who has hope and doesn't have hope is so dramatic. It's so different. It's a, it's a game changer. It's a life changer in your in your attitude. Nimsa, now watch what he says now. Nimsa, therefore, comes out that hope brings life. Now, not only does Ramchal say that hope brings life, he takes the next step. I must say, this is the first line, which I don't really know what he means exactly. I understand that Tikva gives life and hope, but Mitkavet, Miyad Mehti, dies immediately. So I think the Ramchal must mean not that you literally die, right? Because we know people who lose hope and stay alive, but a certain part of you dies. Like, you know, people say when he died, uh, a part of me died with him. 
So I think that's what it means. Someone who doesn't have any hope is really dead because the world looks very, very bleak. The world looks very, very, um, uh, the world looks very circular, very closed. It's a tunnel. There's nowhere to get out of, right? Miad made. And in that he leaves Rachel Hashem. Now the Ramchal takes another step. Until now, we've been talking about the malot, the gains one gets from tikva. But not just the one who doesn't hope will suffer a certain punishment for it, which is interesting. The way I would understand that is that it's something which is so basic that if you're lacking that in a certain way, it's like you're lacking something in your relationship to Hashem. Right? Let's we spoke about last time the idea of Batak Bala. A a wife who puts tremendous amount of effort into a relationship, or a husband who puts a tremendous amount of relationship, or any two partners who put a tremendous amount into the relationship, when they don't feel that there's any um, any commensurate trust or hope, so then it hurts the whole relationship, right? What do you mean? You don't trust me after the, after ever I've done for you? You don't trust me? You know that I'm you know that I'm reliable. You know that I'm worth your trust, and therefore you should be hopeful to me. So I think that's AD here also that someone who hasn't in their relationship with a Kaddish Baruch hasn't engendered any level of hope means there's something lacking there's something lacking in their basic um, construct of of how they are with the Roshan. Why, why are you so not hopeful? Why are you so negative? Why are you so convinced nothing's going to work out? So therefore there's even an ownership to it. And someone who is Mekabe, someone that is hopeful on him we say even when I sit in darkness, God is a light to me. What's Hashem Orly again? That Shem Hashem, which we're not getting so into, it, but it's the idea of the Shem Hashem. Now, now we get to an, yet another incredibly important line. We have, I think, three more you know essential points which I want to share before our time is done. I'm a Kevet. We asked in our original session. Maybe the idea of Kivui is only someone who his whole level of religiosity is commensurate. He has to walk the walk. He has to talk the talk. And also then he can be hopeful. Not so. Not so. It's one who has hope, even though he only has a few masim tobim. He's not a big tzaddik. She doesn't do the best things all the time. Maybe they're not as nice as they should be. They don't learn as much as they should. They don't dominate as much as they should. But they have this hope. I know that Rav Hashem can do anything. I know he can take me out of my problems. I'm always hoping Tashem lo yevosh. Someone who has that midah should not be embarrassed. Shinemar, and he brings the verse as the Ramchal so often does, and he lights it up in a way that we would not have seen without him. The adata ki ani Hashem asher lo yevoshu kovai. You must know that I am God asher lo yevoshu. You need not be embarrassed kovai. So the Ramchal is learning that verse in a very strong way. Who shouldn't be embarrassed? The one who has kivui, right? Now, if we're talking about someone who's a tremendous tzaddik anyway, who learns all the time, davens all the time, does what he should all the time, etc., obviously he shouldn't be embarrassed. So the Ramchal understands means even someone who, I, I think what he means to say is even someone who otherwise would have what to be embarrassed about, but if you have tikva, if you have kviya, if you are hoping to Hashem, there's no reason to be embarrassed because that itself is worth so much. So this is really an amazing point because we're so used to our world, that what makes a difference are the practical things, right? If you think a lot in a business world or in a financial world, it's dollars and cents. It's how many, how much money you have in the bank, right? But in the spiritual world, also we have currency. Learning a lot is a currency. Doing chesed is a currency. Saying tehillim is a currency. Having good meat is a currency. But guess what? 
Tikva is also currency. If you're a person who has a lot of difficulties in life and a lot of things you're doing wrong, right? And you can't seem to get things right. Of course, you have to try to get things right. But if you're a hoper, that is worth so much. And that's a tremendous chizuk. Tremendous chizuk. I might have nothing but my hope. All I have is my hope, but don't be embarrassed. Hashem loves you for that hope. Hashem appreciates that hope. And Hashem sees your mila. And Hashem sees your specialty. What's, what are you? I'm not a big lamdan, but I'm a hoper. I hope to Hashem. Incredible. In fact, I want to share at this point a chazal that's from a medrash tehillim. And the medrash says like this. Let me find it for you. The Medrash says, listen to this. It's unbelievable. We hope to Hashem and He saves us. Listen to this language. All the Jewish people has a kibui. If all they have is kibui, there's nothing. All we do is hope. They are fit to be redeemed in the reward of their kibui. Incredible. You, one who has kibbutz need not be embarrassed. And in fact, the Medrash we see takes it a step further. You can even, if you're, we can, we will get out of kibwe. If we can keep hoping to Hashem and keep our minds focused and not get caught in all the stuff, then we will get out of all this. Back to the Ramchal. When the Dal, when the poor person, when the poor man, and poor here, we, in this case, we mean poor in his actions. When he has tikva, someone who doesn't have such masim tovim has tikva. Hashem will be revealed to him and get rid of all his, um, all of his shayim. Let's go just one step further, friends. What is going to get us out of Gullus? Right until now, we've spoken about. Kibli in so many levels, our tefillah is different, our, we are at Besimcha on a personal level, right? We can be hopeful even if we don't have a lot of masim, but now Rabbeinu Ramchal takes us to the national level. We go up a level. Bezed Sofa Tikkun, this is the end of the Tikkun. Tikkun means, you know, the world fixing itself. Through the Tikva we have in our Mongolis, and we're sure we have that Bitachan Hashem will redeem us. The sofa tikva and the end of tikva is umashit avon and I will remove the sin of the land. And this is the idea of So friends, I hope you hear this. This is a, this is a line which we should dance from hearing this line. What is going to get us out of Gullus eventually? And remember one of our opening questions was how central idea is Kivui, right? You know how central it is? Well, let's think what we've learned. We learned that it's from the beginning of the Bria. We learn every beginning starts with tikva. We learn that all the tachtonim or mitzapel yon are very right on the first day on our faithful Monday together. But now we see not only is tikva at the beginning of the bria, it's the beginning of the story, but tikva is the end of the story. What's going to get us out of this difficult gullus is the schar of our bitachon and the schar of our tikva, the schar of our hope. We don't, the reward of our hope. We don't stop hoping. We don't stop thinking about tomorrow. We don't stop being sure that Hashem is going to get out of us. That which we know, and even though we don't have a lot of other things, our learning maybe is less, etc. Our mitzvahs are less, our chesed is less, our mitzvahs are less, right? We have a lot of problems. But that absolute clarity, that absolute, that absolute um, surety, that absolute relationship, 
that cob, it's like a line. Remember, we said that line, kibui is less of cob of a line. It's a line that gets you out. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a safety net, right? Imagine a rope that you're in the middle of a zillion problems, but you have a rope that pulls you up and pulls you out. That's what kibui is. Now, if that wouldn't be enough, I must, we could really stop here, but I must share one last line. And let's go another step. Hamakava. The Mikava, even if he must, now, now we get back to the personal level. Unfortunately, some people, you know, they need a little bit of work after they pass away. The place they work is called Gehenim, right? Hell, right? That's a real thing in Judaism. We don't talk about it so much, but it exists. But guess what? And one of the questions we asked friends at the beginning was, does my hope die with me? Remember that question? Does my hope die with me? So look at this. Hamakava, I feel Why does he nichnas b'gehenim? You know, a little bit of lashon hara, a little of this, a little of that. He did the wrong things. Yes, go to gehenim. He gets out. Those who hope to God will 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 renew their strength. Yalu aver. Yeah. What's aver? Aver is they will get a wings. Aver is like a wing. You cave up, gain the Right, the kama aloch malachim elyonu malamotol hamakava. The the malachim, the malachim that you don't need when you daven with kivui. Those malachim, other malachim come and they take you out of Gehenim. Zel aver kinesharim. That is the wings. That is the. Um, I'm finishing with this point. That is the eagle's wings that the pasuk talks about. Kavishem yachlip yalo aver kinesharim. A famous verse in Yeshaya says, right, mistaklimi molamalo. And his tikva is tara. Incredible. So we learn just to, to wrap it up. We learned the enormous, we started maybe four days ago, and the idea of hope was an idea that bitachon we hear about, davening we hear about. But the idea of tikva, what's that? Oh, the Israeli national anthem. No, no, it's a lot more than the Israeli national anthem. It's our Yiddishkeit. It's the beginning of the Bria. It's the end of the Bria. It's what makes our tefillah different. It's what makes us happy. It's what keeps us up. It's what will work, even if we don't have other ma'asim. And what we learned today is that it's the that's what's going to get us out of Gullus. And B'shus the Kivoy, also, what we found is that one who has to spend a little bit of time in the hotter sections of reality it can it can get us out of there also. It's been a great pleasure for me to share some of these ideas. Unfortunately, we can't go further. Um, at least this time around, there's a lot there's a lot more here. But we've gone through you know many 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 of the Ramchal's amazing ideas, and I very much thank everybody who who listened, who asked questions. Okay, I think uh, we'll let Rabbi Schoonmaker get back to the guys in Beit Meir. Uh, thank you so much for a beautiful week of learning together. It really was uh, super. And everybody, um, very excited to share that Rabbi uh, Hirschfeld, the, um, today we call him the Rosh Hashiva Emeritus uh, of Chappelle's, longtime educator, still um, teaching in the, in the yeshiva, has uh, prepared a really beautiful segment to learn with us next week. It's something a little bit different. Um, he's going to be taking certain aspects of Tehillim and and using them to uh, bring down really practical ideas. Um, so we'll cover a, a certain parak of Tehillim each day. And the whole idea, the concept is based on something from a sefer called Ben Melech. Um, 
And so it's a, it's something different than we've done up until now and very exciting. So everybody stay tuned, same place, same time. Um, and I'll throw in that I do have a partial sponsorship for next week. So if anybody is looking to, um, you know, to, to help out with this amazing program, we'll be definitely happy to take additional sponsorships. Okay, thanks so much. Rabbi? Okay. Shabbat Shalom. Wonderful to be with you. Shabbos. Thanks all. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbos.